0: Moving on, moving on.
1: Yeah. Now is the time for us to reveal, dum-dum-dum, our top 10 movies of all time.
0: Top 10 movies of all time. And there are some rules to this. I know we talked when we were going to compile them that um, you can use like a series instead of just a single movie from that series. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of them is one continuous story. So you can use like maybe a trilogy is one. That's fine. You don't have to, but you can, I know you what you're to referring
1: say. to on that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said earlier, I think I said earlier, uh, mine is a little bit fluid. Most of these would remain on my 10 regardless, but some of them could kind of float in and all, you know, go off and come on. Um, there's just so many movies out there. So these, this is my current top 10. A few of them that would like stay there forever, but, and I'll kind of, if I have some of those, I'll kind of tell you about it.
1: Yeah. And I think we both agreed that if anything's on this list, it's there because if it's on TV, we stop and watch it. And we'll never tire of watching it.
0: Yes. And uh, and I'm gonna do when I do mine. These aren't in in any particular order, except for maybe the first one. I know that's like definitely my top movie of all time, but the rest are just not no particular order. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first? What's uh, number ten?
1: What do you think? It's Harry Potter. Dear Mister Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry.
0: Harry Potter. All right. I have Harry Potter on my list, too. So I would say that that I'll just list that as my 10 as well. And we'll just list that whole series as one movie because it is one continuing arc. Did you have like with with those movies, did you have a favorite one out of those? And which one did you feel was your 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 favorite movie and which one was your least favorite out of all those?
1: My most favorite was Prisoner of Azkaban, especially the book. The book was my favorite as well. And that's probably mainly due to time travel is in it. But I love that one. And I believe Alfonso Cuaron directed it. And he also did Gravity and that kind of stuff. And I like his directing style. Um, It was also the first one where it wasn't Chris Columbus and it got a little darker and a little more grown up. So... That one's my favorite. My least favorite. My I love the book, but Goblet of Fire just kind of was lacking in in some areas for me.
0: Oh yeah. Um, you know, actually that's it's like really difficult cuz like I really like the I like them all, but the first two were like spot on with the book. And I like that about them. And I realize as you get on and the books get bigger, it's hard to really distill those down into a two-hour movie, three-hour movie. But I did, I know, like, I'd say the first two are like my favorite just because they follow the book, like, really well. And my least favorite is probably, actually, Prisoner of Azkaban. I mean, I love the book. It's one of my favorite. I know, what? Just because... (laughs) um, uh, it was jarring for me because I got used to that style like Chris Chris Columbus Whimsical. and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden they, they like changed it and it was just very jarring for me as far as the look and they changed Hogwarts. Like I said, mm-hmm. one of my favorite books but it was just, when I, I remember when I went and saw it and I would agree with you with the Goblet of Fire too. I mean, they changed so many different things but I just remember, that's one of the things I remember when I went and saw Prisoner of Azkaban I was like, all right and then it was just like, like I said, the look was so different and not that it was a bad movie, but it was just, I'd grown accustomed to the other two, the first two.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess the reason why I still like prisoner of Azkaban is because the first two, Harry's still unaware of the situation fully. Mm -hmm. And the third one is where he's really facing with the fact that his parents died. And this guy that's in prison was his friend and, It's just it's all becoming too real for him. And and you're realizing Hogwarts isn't this. Yeah. It's unrealistic to think that things are just going to be hunky dory there and, you know, happiness and everything. So that's why I thought I was okay with the change in it. We still have the first two where we can go back and go to that Hogwarts and visit it but it's never going to be the same after that.
0: And I did like Richard Harris better as Dumbledore too, but oh, I know it can't be helped.
1: No, um, Michael Gambon was, ugh, don't even get me started. Yeah,
0: um, Especially Goblet of Fire, because there's just, I'm not going to get into the, all those discussions, but he would have never yelled at Harry like
1: that. No, no he's um, too aggressive. Yeah. So, yeah. We could go um, on all day.
0: Yes. Um, as far as the books go, which was your least favorite book? And I loved all the books, but you know, you have to say, Hey, like, out of all the books I read, this was my least favorite. Which was your least favorite book?
1: Uh, 100% it was Deathly Hallows, just because you're camping for so long. Mm.
0: See, my least favorite was uh, uh, Order of the Phoenix.
1: Okay. Because
0: I felt like it didn't move the story along. The whole movie, you know, Harry was just trying to find... This prophecy about himself. And at the end, it's just, it broke, and Dumbledore is like, Oh, I knew it the whole time. I could have told you. You know, and it's like, Well, why don't you just tell, <laughs> tell him? I mean, it didn't really, you know, all of them are like this big mystery, and you go through it. And that one, I just thought it was like kind of treading water. I mean, it, the whole thing could have been avoided if, you know, he did all this quest and went through all this, and it's just, it broke, and it's just like, Oh, well, here you go. I'll just tell mm-hmm. you what it said. I mean, to me, yeah. it was kind of a, like I said, I, I still like the book, but it's just my least favorite book because it, I didn't feel that it really moved the story. I felt it was just
1: giving you the runaround. Yeah. Yeah. I get you.
0: But okay. Well, good. We both had, I know probably a lot of these are going to be parallel. We're both going to have the same mm-hmm. movies, at least, you know, a few of them. So mm-hmm. I will go number nine. I am going to say Jurassic Park. It's is just a delay. That's all it is. All major theme parks have delays. When they opened Disneyland in 1956, nothing worked. Yeah. Nothing. But John, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. The first Jurassic Park, um, you know, I love that. John Williams did the soundtrack. It was just, I remember seeing it at the time and I was just like, wow, how did they do those effects? Because, you know, CGI was new to the scene and most of it that they had at that time wasn't real great i mean the the first movie that they really used cgi on was terminator 2 for Mm -hmm. the the liquid terminator man they just knocked it out of the park i mean it still holds up if you go back it's just a combination of practical effects and the cgi together It, it it's just like a great movie and i don't think that any of the other ones have really captured the spirit of the first one that's why i don't list it as you know That is a series. It's just the first movie, the first Jurassic Park. Um, mm. I love it. I think it's good.
1: I'm a fan of that. It did not make my list, but I'm a fan of it. I, I always wanted one of the Jeep Cherokees that they had. And um, I also was always afraid of any Barbasol can. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love Jeff Goldblum.
0: Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with Jeff Goldblum.
1: No, he has a series on Disney Plus and it's hilarious.
0: Uh, I think I've watched a few of those.
1: It's just seeing the world through Jeff Goldblum's eyes. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay, then my next one, which I I'm, I'm guessing it's not on your list. So, I think we'll be good on this, but it's uh You've Got Mail.
0: Mm, you've Got Mail. Yeah.
1: yeah, doo-doo. Well, the only thing I really care about is the, well, I have the married thing and yeah. the, well, the jail thing. Of course. is the, uh, uh, the boat thing. What boat thing? I can never be with someone who had a boat. I have a boat. Oh. Which <laughs> clinches it. We'll never be together. Um, that, I love yeah. it. Go ahead.
0: No, no. I was just going to say, yes, I've seen I've seen that movie. Um, definitely didn't make my list, but I have seen it. So I'm familiar.
1: Well, I, I do. I love Tom Hanks and he and Meg Ryan have been in a lot of movies together. I just think they have good chemistry, but I don't know. I love the movie where she started out in her little bookstore. I loved her little bookstore. I wanted to work and own it. And then just the fact that, I don't know, it's a it's a rom-com I think it's the epitome of rom-coms and I love it I love the little coffee shop they go to I love the movie
0: (laughs) do you think that that movie is dated now just because of the title would would, like a lot of the younger audience get that because that's like the AOL you know kind of you you know you've got mail well there's there's
1: a scene where he's waiting for the dial-up to connect and he's petting his dog while he's waiting there to connect to AOL
0: (laughs) yeah that's funny
1: So I think they'd find it interesting just as much as if I watch an older movie that has older computer graphics or something in it. I notice it, but it doesn't really affect me. So I think they might think it's a little odd, like, oh, I don't know, they just text each other or something like that. But and I think I think if I if I had never seen it before and I was just watching it now, I'd still like it.
0: Yeah, it was a good movie. Okay, so uh, uh, Princess Bride. What? The Princess Bride. I've
1: never seen that before. Tell me about it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, should I just replay our whole conversation from before? Uh, Yeah. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream.
0: Uh, That's like I said, that's always been I've always thought that was like a really good movie. It was just it has a little bit of everything. Uh, I think that no matter who you are, you can find something in that movie to like or to love. I mean, I've known some people that didn't like it, but it just it just has it's very eclectic. It has everything in it. So that's that's always kind of been one of my favorite movies.
1: All right. My next one is Pride and Prejudice. The 2005 version with Kira Knightley. He's here! He's here! He's at the door! Mr. Bingley! Mr. Bingley? Oh my goodness! Everybody behave naturally! And whatever you do, do not appear overbearing! Look, there's someone with me Mr. What's his name? The pompous one from before. Mr. Darcy? very insolence of it. What's he think of
0: coming here? he still came. Mary, put that away at once. Find some useful employment this
1: year. Mary, the ribbons, the ribbons, the
0: ribbons. Mary, sit down at once. Mary! <laughs> Mr. Darcy and Mr. Binghamon. Uh, I, uh, strangely enough, I have not seen that one. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think it came too close on the heels of like the A&E Pride and Prejudice miniseries. Oh, okay. uh, Which I saw that one and I enjoyed it. And then, you know, I think it was a few years later they released uh, that to the theater. And it just, it was kind of like, you know, the other one was so good. yeah, (laughs) That I just never, you know, I thought it'd be kind of hard to distill that whole book down into like one movie. So that's something I probably need to go back and, and see. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, so I had, before I watched that movie, how old was I? I was in high school when that came out. So before I'd watched it, I did not know the story of Pride and Prejudice very well. So it was my first take on Pride and Prejudice. So I think that that's probably why. And of course, there's so many different versions of it. But so when I think of Pride and Prejudice, when I think of, you know, Elizabeth Bennett, I think of Keira Knightley.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. My next one would be, and this is series. It's a trilogy, Back to the Future.
1: <gasps> That's on my list, too.
0: All right, we both um, both had great that. Great
1: Scott.
0: <laughs> Who'd have thunk it?
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it. If you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style?
0: That It is a, uh, you know, it's um, that's one that's, it's just one kind of continuous story. And I remember actually seeing that in the theater, you know, they had the original one came out, I think at least it was set in 85. I think it came out around 85, mm-hmm. but then the other ones they filmed consecutively and then they released, they released uh part two. And then six months later they released, um, the third mm-hmm. one so it was all you didn't have to wait that long
1: which one's your favorite uh the first one see the second one's my favorite
0: okay I think that the second one's my least I mean I like them all but I, I like the western I, that would be my second favorite uh, the third yeah. one and then
1: well I uh, I keep thinking they traveled forward to 2015 and we're like long past that now
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you seen like um have you been on YouTube and seen like some of the deep fake videos where they had Robert Downey Jr. Playing Doc Brown and then they had, okay. Yeah. Those are good. I mean, they could actually Tom
1: Holland playing Marty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who originally was going to play Marty? I mean, they always wanted Michael J. Fox, Mm -hmm. but he had a commitment with uh family ties Mm -hmm. and they started actually filming the movie with another actor oh and then when and when michael j fox got available they kind of gave the other one the boot um <laughs> and then they you know refilmed you can go on on the interwebs
1: was it a no-name guy or was it someone no uh-
0: no it's uh oh shoot um eric stoltz
1: eric stoltz Help me out. What's he look like?
0: He was like in some kind of wonderful back in the 80s. He was in different uh, movies. Let me see. What else was he in?
1: Oh, my gosh. He looks like he could be his brother. I know him from stuff. Yeah. Pulp Fiction.
0: I was trying to think of some like really big movies you would know him from.
1: He was on, for those that watch Grey's Anatomy, he was William Dunn.
0: But yes, go and watch because they have like scene by scene comparisons where he started filming it. And then when Michael J. Fox became available, they were like, see ya. And then, but you can, you can see actually, um, like, uh, some of the scenes if you go online.
1: Man, what would have happened had he actually done Back to the Future?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's crazy to think about. But, I mean, he didn't do a bad job, but I can't really see anybody else but michael j Fox and marty mcfly
1: absolutely because i wouldn't think that this guy there's no way he could have the same mannerisms as michael
0: yeah but uh like i said do yourself a favor and sometime this weekend go and um get on youtube and look up some clips and just kind of compare them and see what you think i mean he didn't do a bad job but it's just michael j fox is kind of I- iconic in that role
1: absolutely i couldn't think of anybody else to do it
0: all right well so I guess that's both of ours for that one. Okay, how about my next one to also be a series?
1: Hmm, I wonder.
0: And that would be The Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh, okay. What did you hear? <laughs> Nothing important. That
0: is, I heard a good deal about a ring, and a dark lord, and something about the end of the world, but... Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, Three Towers, and Return of the King. Not the Hobbit <laughs> uh, trilogy, but just Lord of the Rings. And I always think, I mean they tried to do those films multiple times. And I think that if they would have tried to do them like in the eighties, I think that that's when they were trying to do them. It will have failed miserably. I don't think the technology was available to do it until when they did it. I still, I'm amazed when I go back and, and kind of watch, it still holds up. Uh, but just, you know, a lot of it was like film angles and, and just different tricks. And it's, it's like really amazing. And I really think those will go down to be like, classic movies like Ben-Hur and mm-hmm. uh, like the two commandments and, and some of the older movies that that trilogy is going to stand the test of time. And they they were just well-made films. And I think to me, they're classic movies. And it's hard to believe they're like 20 years old. I mean, really? Cause I mean, I think the first one came out in 2001.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. They are that old. Uh, they're,
0: well, they will be, they will be, 20 years next year the first one
1: Hmm.
0: but they are they are very very good films um made from very good books
1: yeah that did not make my list but i will say i was one of those ones standing in line getting tickets to go see the movies when they came out and i don't know them by heart but if they're on tv i'm watching them
0: And especially, you know, you have like the four hour extended (laughs) cuts. And to me, you know, a lot of people will say like certain movies are Christmas movies like uh, uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. To me, those are Christmas movies because they came out in December, each one of them. I mean, for three years straight, I remember going, you know, a group of my friends, uh, like we took a day off work and we all, you know, went out to eat at the Olive Garden or Outback. And then we went and saw those movies and uh, is very much for me, they're, their Christmas movies. Also, that Christmas time and, and, uh, watch those movies and wrap presents Yeah, just because I saw them at that time of year. And it's just like, wow. You know,
1: it's so funny that you say that because one year, uh, my sister and I, we were wrapping Christmas gifts and we had Lord of the Rings on, on the TV and right behind us was her poster of Legolas on the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. And I even think that, we made a thing of when we got out of school on that Friday to go see the movie, you know, we went straight to get something to eat and we all sat and we took up a whole row of seats at the movie theater. And yeah, no, mm-hmm. it was a fun memories.
0: It was. It's it's funny how you, you know, connect a certain time with like either a movie or a song, but that's a, the, to me, they're Christmas movies. So. Oh, yeah. All right. So what do you have?
1: My next one is A Knight's Tale.
0: A flower is only as good as its petals, don't you think?
1: A flower is good for nothing. Really?
0: Well, you can't eat a flower. A a flower doesn't keep you
1: warm. And a rose never knocked a man off a horse either, did it? You're just a silly girl, are not you? Better a silly girl with a flower than a silly boy with a horse and a stick. It's called alas hello
0: okay that's that's a very good movie as well
1: yeah I uh, okay so here's funny funny story with my family. We didn't have cable for a while so we had a group of movies that we watched over and over and over and one of those movies was a Night's Tale. Mm. My sisters and I we have this movie memorized backwards and forwards and it again memories so whenever i watch this movie i think of my sisters and being funny remembering lines rerunning the lines ourselves and uh, the iconic speech i think it's iconic is when paul bettany's character jeffrey chaucer he plays Mm -hmm. does that whole speech before sir ulrich von nichtenstein comes to do his uh his thing but i have that completely memorized so the movie makes me happy.
0: That has a lot of good uh, actors in it as well. I, I like uh, Alan uh, Tudyk.
1: Yeah, uh, um, he plays Watt, right? The redhead.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which he's, he's. I mean, he's been everything. Firefly, if you've seen Firefly, mm-hmm. and Rogue, Rogue One. And uh, he's just
1: been a little bit everything. And then the uh, oh, what's the actor's name? He played. He was in Game of Thrones. He was in the first season. He's the king. He also had like a, um, a family comedy sitcom. Oh, um, Mark Mark Addy.
0: Is it Mark Addy?
1: Yeah, I think it's Mark is Addy. He,
0: no, who am I thinking of?
1: He was his friend. He was Watt's friend, Roland. Yeah, Mark Addy. Yeah, he plays the first king on Game of Thrones.
0: He, uh, I know he like in in that he was like so young and uh, like he looks a lot different. That's how I thought it was, but yep. Um,
1: Paul Bettany, Rufus Sewell, or however you say him, I and he's in Man in the High Castle, which I, I always watched.
0: said see. Well, he's yeah, he, oh, he's been a lot of different things. So was um uh, who else was in that? Um, I can't remember, but I know there was a lot. I haven't seen that in a while. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. um... Uh, rosario dawson wasn't in that was she? no
1: it looks like her it's shannon sossaman uh okay. which she was in some other movies with heath ledger but she does look like rosario she actually looks more like um oh what's her name the girl who used to be married to lenny kravitz
0: oh uh, Z-
1: zoe uh zoe's their, their daughter
0: oh yeah uh uh yeah, she's from um Cosby show Uh what's her name she was the eldest daughter I know who you're talking about Lisa Bonet
1: there you go yeah I think they could be sisters
0: all right so my next one is Jaws but it's not
1: gonna be pleasant
0: I value my neck a lot more than three thousand bucks chief I'll find him for three but I'll catch him and kill him for ten you got to make up your minds. You want to stay alive and ante up? You want to play it
1: cheap? Be on welfare the whole winter. I don't want no volunteers. I don't want no mates. There's too many captains on this island. $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing.
0: Only the first one. Second one was okay. That was a good movie, but he just kind of went off the rails after that, but... That would be my next pick. I remember a kid as a kid, I was just uh, terrified to even get in a deep end of the pool after watching that movie. <laughs> um, and that's, like I said, one of um, Steven Spielberg's like first movie. I think it was a second second film. And the reason, you know, it just it was very Hitchcocky, and you didn't really see the shark. Uh, and that's what kind of made the film. It was very suspenseful. The music, you know, another John Williams, uh, score, but like the mechanical shark that they had kept breaking down and they couldn't get it to work. So they had to come up with other ways to, to, um, you know, have the shark alive. So just kept using all these tricks like the bear. Have you ever seen jaws?
1: I, I, I ask you if you bits and pieces.
0: Okay. Like the whole scene with the barrels, they did that because just, to keep the shark alive hmm. but it it actually i think it worked better i don't think it would have been as good of a movie if if the shark would have actually worked hmm. um which is the mechanical shark was named bruce that's that's bruce. <laughs> that was his name bruce bruce the shark <laughs> but that's always been like since i was a little kid that's always been like kind of like one of my you know favorite favorite movies. I remember when I was uh, like a really little kid and I went and visited my uncle. He lived in Virginia and they had a pool and uh, I kept hearing the, like the filter. It was making noises and I was kind of scared of it. And he was like, well, that's my pet shark. do oh, thanks a and lot. And then like I went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I went to bed that night, I got up and there's this huge inflatable shark, like in the pool. He he'd went and bought it and it was just, <laughs> you know, uh, he was... Like a great guy, he passed away a few years ago. Oh. But um, I always remember that story because, you know, I was kind of terrified of like Jaws, and he was
1: and he knew <laughs> he got it. This
0: big, <laughs> yeah. So it was it was. Awful. Did you name? But did yes, you name uh, the
1: shark Bruce?
0: I didn't at that time. I didn't know that that was uh, his name. Gotcha. When I was that young. It's just you know, watching the behind the scenes and kind of reading the articles on the making of the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I really. That's like a staple, you know, around this time of year, around Memorial Day. It's always on TV, or it used to be. So that's, uh, that is like in my top ten list.
1: There you go. All right, well, my next, my next one was Back to the Future, so I'll skip one. And then, Behind Enemy Lines. Negative,
0: negative. I do not understand. Why is this spot not doable for pickup? I am good to go. I say again. I am good to go now. Burnett! Zero-six. You are a combat naval aviator. Start acting like one. You've been shot down. Life is tough. I am very sorry. You pull yourself together. You do whatever it takes.
1: Create some angles between you and your pursuers. Use your training. Use your head. Evade and survive, and we will bring you home. Do you understand? We will bring you
0: home. Have you seen? Oh, behind enemy lines. That yes, yeah, yeah. Snipe. Was uh, that the one with? Uh, G- is it Jude Law that's in that?
1: No, Owen Wilson.
0: Or- Owen Wilson. Okay.
1: Yeah, that was oh, another God. one that we had on replay. So I have that one memorized back back to front. It's the one where he um, he's a. Navy fighter pilot, and his plane goes down.
0: Okay.
1: And uh, he's just uh, trying to get to, he radios in. I
0: remember that. Yeah,
1: and he's trying to get to the safety point, but it keeps getting changed, and Gene Hackman is his commanding officer, and he's just, he's not getting much help from the higher-ups to rescue this one guy, and then finally at the end of the film they go in guns blazing and save them.
0: Okay, yes, I remember that movie. I was thinking when you first said it, I was thinking Enemy at the Gates. Oh, okay. Uh which had ed harris and Jude Law, mm-hmm. which that's a good movie too. But. Okay. Well, um how about um I have next on my list a Star Wars and that's the original trilogy. Oh,
1: what series is that? So just I've the never, original trilogy. never heard of that series. What is that just about? never heard of Star Wars. Yeah, what's that about?
0: Oh <laughs> it's just a little little uh little known film, it's not, you know.
1: Yes, it Jedi's strength, flows from the force. But beware of the dark side. Anger, fear, aggression, the dark side of the force are they. Easily they flow, but to join you in a fight. If once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny, consume you it will. Affected Obi Wan's
0: apprentice. No, but the original—I mean, there's something magical about uh, the original trilogy. And I know, you know, they had the prequels, and those were fine. And they have the new trilogy, which is fine. But it's just hard to catch that lightning in a in a bottle. You know, that original mm-hmm. original trilogy was just—you know—it was cutting edge. Um, the effects were like pretty amazing. I mean that was my life growing up as a kid, which I'm sure many people had that experience. <laughs> Young boys in the '80s and 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 ladies as well. <laughs> but I, like I said, I just don't think that the movies that followed it. I mean, they're they're good, but they don't they they can't uh, compare to the original. Measure three. up, yeah, they can't measure up to the original three
1: okay well my next one was star wars as well and are you ready for a it's not a difference of opinion it's just difference and that's fine no no absolutely hey that's why they made more movies right here's here's my take on it and everybody's gonna have a different take with star wars because you have three different trilogies in three different decades yeah so so absolutely it's going to affect different people different people are going to see star wars first through a different trilogy the way i got into star wars was not with the trilogy because it was i didn't exist yeah (laughs) but i didn't watch them as a kid first time i really watched star wars i'll tell you this i was homesick from school in high school spike tv was doing a marathon of all the star wars but they were going in order so they started with episode one so it's like hey i'm sick i don't have any homework i'm gonna binge this was probably my first binging ever what i'm gonna binge star wars so i watched the first three and i was hooked i mean i liked it and then i was sick so i fell asleep during the original (sighs) trilogy four five and six because i was i was ill so then they were never on again and i don't like restarting a movie once mm-hmm. i've i, I don't want to jump in the middle so I, I like the i'm my favorites are the prequels okay. and people are probably going to hate well me that's no that.
0: that's fine i mean to each their own like you said that was when you were younger that's what you were introduced to and, it, and that that's a big part of it um And I remember, you know, I saw the original trilogy. I remember seeing the very first movie at our local theater when I was very young. My dad took me and we were lined up around the corner. I mean, to to get in and movies, Mm -hmm. you know, back then are it, the experience is different than it is today because today you go see a movie two months later, you can rent it. I mean, you couldn't do that. I mean, back in the, that came out in like Mm -hmm. 77 and I I mean they didn't really have VHS so you had to see it when it was at the theater or wait till it kind of came out on tv I mean so you might not see it for a couple years you know
1: but it stayed in the theater forever
0: I mean and they re-released it like like the next summer or whatever Mm -hmm. months later but you know you I saw those three movies and then your imagination just kind of like You know, they talked about like in the original movie. They talked about old Darth Vader. You know, I knew, I knew your father when, when he was like a (laughs) you know a young pilot. So your your imagination goes wild. You kind of like fill in the blanks and and stuff. And then it's like hard to, after you have those years of expectation, and they go back and they they make those movies. It's hard for those those movies to uh, compare with like all those years and years and years of your imagination mm-hmm. and, and actually even some of the novels and stuff that came out that filled in the blanks. Um, right. But I mean, they're, there's they're, they're good movies and there's nothing wrong with saying that's your favorite because that's, <laughs> you know, that's your generations.
1: <laughs> Phil, you're a reasonable human being. Yeah. There are some people out there. Oh, I know. Are, I, they'll fight you. I, I love that. They're, yeah. I love that. They're passionate about it. I love it. Um, but at the same time you have to understand these someone who may like the prequels uh, also loves the other ones as well mm-hmm. i mean why why would you want to watch the prequels if the story continues you're not just going to stop and not watch yeah. the other ones so but so a continuation of i stopped i watched those prequels and then i didn't watch the originals for a very long time like all through high school all through college i never got to really see the originals and then a friend at work lent me all of them because he's obsessed, obsessed with Star Wars. And so he lent me all of the DVDs and I watched them, episode one, all the way through. And at that time, only Force Awakens was out. So I watched them all and then that led me into... And that's the other reason why I love the prequels is because I love Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels. So that's another reason why I like the Clone Wars is because that the whole story around that time really intrigues me with the clones and everything and
0: see even like okay and and here's kind of it goes back to like when i was saying when when i was a kid you know they kind of talked about the clone wars like in the original movies Mm -hmm. i mean as a kid you always envisioned okay well they were cleaning cloning jedi and cloning sith and there's this big battle and you know that's what you were kind of you were led down that path to believe but then when the prequels came out it was totally not that i mean it was just like oh well you know here you just have <laughs> these clone troopers but even in some of the books you know they kind of talked about like the sith and the jedi being cloned in the uh, timothy Zahn the the original kind of trilogy that that he did it in the 90s it kind of like you know you had this drought where there wasn't any star wars books or any any Star Wars material at all coming out. And in the nineties, you had Timothy Zahn that wrote this, this trilogy. And that kind of talked in uh, or tied into it. And they talked about like, you know, these, the clones of some of the Jedis and stuff. And you're like, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like when you get to the prequels and it's just like, Oh, well no, they, (laughs) that's totally not it. I mean, you know,
1: forget forget that
0: part, part. (laughs) but you know,
1: See now, and that's a totally different take because you had known about the Clone Wars, and then your all your imagination is let down. But then on my side, I didn't know any of that, so right. I learned right off the bat that the Clone Wars were with yeah, exactly. you know Mandalorian right.
0: perspective. It is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. I mean, if if you the new trilogy is your favorite, that's cool. I mean, as long as you mm-hmm. like it, it's it's you know, hey.
1: Hey, yeah. Who cares? It's all Star Wars, yeah, right? I'm not
0: gonna take that joy away from you. If you, if that's your favorite, that's that's great. I mean, I've I've watched the originals. I mean, I've I mean, I've watched the originals. I've watched the prequels. I've watched the new one. And to me, it's like the original three are the best. And uh, you know, the other ones are, you know, they're worth watching. But I, to me, they don't. They just aren't as good as the original three. They don't have that same kind mm-hmm. of magic. No. They don't. Like I said, you can't kind of capture that uh, lightning in a bottle twice.
1: I totally, I totally understand. It's kind of like how there—I've heard someone talking about redoing the Harry Potters, and I'm thinking, don't you dare touch them. Yeah, those are the originals.
0: Well, and you know, I think it is uh, a trend now. Like in Hollywood, there are so many movies. Instead of writing new movies, it's just like, hey, let's remake this and let's remake that. And it's just, man, mm-hmm. I mean, some movies just don't need remade i mean there's nothing wrong with the original just don't
1: Mm -hmm. just
0: don't go there you know (laughs) it's just oh yeah uh, just enjoy the original for what it was and and don't just don't mess with it
1: right or do a deep fake video
0: they're just trying to make a quick hollywood's just trying to cash in on nostalgia and it's there's nothing wrong with the original you know
1: well, if they want to do that, then go take the movies and put them in the theater now mm-hmm. for COVID people.
0: Yep, I but, agree.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so you would say the pre- the prequels that trilogy for you would be your pick.
1: Yeah, I pick all Star Wars, yeah. but if I have to choose a trilogy, yeah, it's the yeah. it's the prequels. Okay. That's awesome. By the way, did you know that today, two years ago, the movie Solo premiered in theaters
0: I... on this date. Did not. There you go. I just
1: saw that on my timeline, wow. on my timeline memory, So I thought I'd mention it. Go ahead. I think
0: I was in Jamaica that week. I didn't <laughs>
1: really. Oh. Yeah.
0: Hey,
1: do you know how to say bacon in a Jamaican accent? You say beer can in a British accent. So you say bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard that before.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay.
0: So. My next pick would be um, two movies, uh, even though there's more, but there's two, Alien and Aliens.
1: How long after we're declared overdue can we
0: expect a rescue?
1: 17 days. 17 days? Hey, man, I don't want to rain on your parade, we're not going to last 17 hours.
0: Uh, some of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, they made... Uh they made 4 alien movies under the alien moniker and then they kind of made prequels uh, uh, like two and then I don't know they were going to do another one in fo- or Disney bought Fox so who knows what will happen mm. but the the original alien and then the the 86 I believe it was 80, 86 or 87 you know follow up James Cameron's aliens uh some of my favorite movies of all time you like um, the
1: year eighty seven for movies with Princess Bride, I, in I do.
0: Eighties was full of good movies, and then <laughs> Alien came out in seventy nine. But uh, yes, those those two are amazing movies, and if you have not seen them, I'm going to make you watch them.
1: <laughs> I have. I've seen bits and pieces. Like again, some of these movies I've seen on TV, and I got halfway in, yeah. and, and then. Didn't finish because i hate i want to start from the beginning so i think yeah. alien is one of those um i mean i know the whole scene where the thing comes out of the chest and that. Stuff. yeah
0: that's yeah that's uh, kind of a iconic scene mm-hmm. but i remember with the first one i really wanted to see it it was actually on hbo it just came out it was just it had been out the theater and i begged and pleaded until my Parents let me see it, and I sit there <laughs> on the couch watching. Under. I liked being scared as a kid. I liked like, uh, scary movies. And then uh, after that, it's just like I was uh, terrified. <laughs> yeah, I was hooked. Uh, just kind of like Jaws, where I wouldn't go in the pool. You know, I saw that, and uh, same with Alien. I was just like uh, terrified of the alien.
1: See, I'm the the complete opposite of you. I avoid movies like that. Like when I saw Signs, I had glasses of water by my bed every night for like months.
0: You know, that movie, I saw that. You know, movies don't scare me as like really as an adult. But I saw that and that just kind of gave me a little bit of the freak out. Like Signs. Like I'm scared Uh, right
1: now. I'm going to look behind me. Hold on. I'm actually going to shut the room to the door. I'm not joking. I'm shutting the room to the door. Because I'm scared. that
0: scene where he was... The scene where he was, like, looking out the window and he saw the roof and he saw, like, that silhouette. Uh, you are closing the door, aren't you? Yeah, I'm turning uh, the lights. <laughs> that scene where he opened the window and he was, like, looking out because he heard something and he saw, like, the roof of the barn and there was that, like, figure standing there. Phil, I'm scared right now.
1: The birthday party scene.
0: Yes, with Joaquin Phoenix, where he's watching the video, and he's got the yeah. The, yes, that was that was creepy. Yes.
1: Okay, you're gonna have to stay on the line after we're done, so that I can sweep the house and make sure nothing's in the house. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. I may sleep with a glass of water by my bed tonight. Yeah, and tin foil um, on my head.
0: Yes, I. Uh, which which uh, begs the question: If you're an alien race and you. <laughs> Are allergic to water why would you come to a planet that is like mostly water
1: i mean it's true when you know water's blue and you go you see at least, at least wear a rain
0: jacket <laughs> like or something i mean if you get caught in a downpour you're kind of
1: that is a very hosed, good but. point phil and thank you that makes me feel safer
0: <laughs> you get a super soaker man you just like you know <laughs>
1: But, you don't have to worry but about But just it. lay... I'm going to go buy a bunch of sprinklers and just have them around the perimeter of my house.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But I do like that movie, even though that's kind of... I you really think about it. That's kind of a big uh, downfall of the movie. It's just like, mm, yeah. Well,
1: okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to give the aliens perspective. Maybe they tried other planets and they couldn't survive on them and they thought, oh, we'll take this one over, we'll kill all the humans and then we'll deal with the water later.
0: True. You know... I don't know, but it was a creepy movie. And then, like when he when he was like uh, had that one alien locked in the pantry. Oh, and oh no, no, no! It stuck it's it's hanging under the door. He like <laughs> got its fingers off. Oh, and the whole thing when they're like, I mean, it's, that was a very Hitchcocky and see when they leave stuff up to your imagination, that is so much better than actually seeing it. Because like when they were locked themselves in the farmhouse and they would you saw stuff going past the window and. Oh. Uh, and you just saw shadows and then they were like locked in the basement. And I mean. in the
1: vent, the vent down in the basement. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean that to me, that is way scarier than actually seeing something.
1: I, I didn't sleep for weeks after that movie because I was, yeah. I don't know what year that came out, but I was probably like <clears throat> 13 or 14. And uh, Yeah. My, my sister yeah. and my dad loved it. They loved it. And I liked it too, but at the same time, I didn't like the after effect that I couldn't get any sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was 2002 that came out.
1: Okay. Yeah, I would have been around that age.
0: But it's a good movie.
1: Okay, well, uh, for my next movie, which is a completely different turn, is What About Bob?
0: <laughs> what I'd really like to do is put the greatness of this man in perspective. I think there's really only three names. Dr. Albert
1: Schweitzer, uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, probably, and Leo Marvin. <laughs> Do you approve of that one? What about Bob?
0: <laughs> yes, I like what about Bob. Dr. That's a, Leo that's a
1: Marvin. <laughs> I, that's another one that I watched over and over as a kid. And Bill Murray's awesome and Richard Dreyfuss is awesome. Again. they're both good
0: you you know what i would put over that though what's that uh groundhog day
1: okay can we put all bill murray movies <laughs> yes
0: ghostbusters
1: scrooged
0: yeah scrooged yeah stripes i guess i pick caddyshack oh,
1: now, oh yeah you're right i mean groundhog day is awesome
0: but that is a classic movie. That didn't, that that's one of them that could float on my list, and float, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to pick. I mean, you think about all these. Oh yeah, that should have been on there because I mean that is uh, that is an iconic movie.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it.
0: So, but yes, what about Bob? That's that's I haven't seen that a mm-hmm. lot. I forgot about that movie. That is a good movie.
1: I'll watch Alien, and you watch that.
0: <laughs> I will. I have seen it though.
1: Well, that's true. I've seen parts of Alien.
0: Yeah. You need to watch Alien and Aliens. Both of them.
1: Singular and plural.
0: For my next pick, it would be the original Star Trek movies. Oh, okay. I shall leave you as you left
1: me. As you left her. My room for all eternity in the center of it. alive Aaron
0: alive original series of uh, Kirk and Spock and McCoy era movies and it's well known in the Star Trek fandom that all the even movies are the good ones <laughs> and all the odd ones are just like mm, not as good but I would I would say that um, Star Trek I do like Star Trek 3 search for spock and to me like two three and four is one big long movie it's just one continuing story Mm -hmm. so if you're going to watch any star trek original movies watch star trek 2 the wrath of khan star trek 3 the search for spock star trek 4 the voyage home
1: now i i watched the wrath of khan when i was younger Mm -hmm. but i don't i mean i remember it slightly but i don't really remember it (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, no, they're good. Uh, so I grew up watching, my dad always watched uh, Star Trek, like the original series. Of course, I, I'm not old enough to have watched the original series mm-hmm. when it was on mm-hmm. TV. That was in the 60s. Uh, but in syndication, um, and uh, definitely The Next Generation watched that growing up. Well,
1: now I remember um, when I was in college, they had a class on Star Trek. It was, mm. it was a, one of the psychology professors taught it. And I wish I had time to have taken it. I hadn't watched Star Trek, but what was it where they said that, uh, you know, Kirk and Spock were the id and ego? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I never heard that before, but, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Uh, if you're going to tie into, like, Freud, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, psychology. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be my pick for number
1: uh my next one is now these are not in any particular order right are you doing them in an actual
0: right they are they aren't in any particular okay
1: gotcha um my next one's gladiator are you not entertained are you not entertained is this not why you are here
0: Ooh, that's a good one
1: yeah i my name is maximus decimus meridius
0: that has Walking Phoenix in it, too. Like
1: <laughs> Yes, it does. But I love Russell Crowe in it. And again, it's one of those movies I watch over and over. It was on the television in the break room at work. And I had it on the whole lunchtime and just felt like I was going back to 2000. What was that? 2000? 2001? 2000. Okay. And the soundtrack is awesome with it, too. I, I would study to the soundtrack because it just calmed me unless it was some kind of like um scene in the coliseum <laughs> it wasn't really studying music but the, the the soothing music on the soundtrack was very good for studying purposes
0: yeah one thing too like uh oliver reed was in that movie and that was his last one. he passed away making that film they finished off his scene with uh i believe like cgi they put his face on somebody else and kind of finish off the movie. So wow.
1: I did not know that. Little
0: interesting fact. He there. plays Proximo. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm
0: going to have. And then Richard Harris was in that.
1: Too. Yes, he was. And he.
0: And Derek Jacobi, I like Derek Jacoby a lot. He's been on a lot of, a lot of different movies. I'm always surprised that Derek Jacoby was never in one of the Harry Potter movies. Cause you know, they used about like almost every like, like, English actor, great English actor. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't, uh, Derek Jacobi. I'm surprised he wasn't in there somewhere, but maybe he didn't want to do it.
1: <laughs> he passed on the opportunity.
0: Yeah, he's, he's done a lot of different things, especially with, like, Kenneth Brenna, who, you know, played.
1: Oh, he, w- he directed Thor.
0: Yeah, but he was, a. Uh,
1: uh, Gilderoy Lockhart.
0: Yeah, Gilderoy, which, you know, and he was, of course, emma thompson too because uh kenneth brenner was married to emma thompson for for a while and uh i know derek jacoby was in uh hamlet with uh with kenneth yes gladiator is a good movie i enjoyed that one
1: all right your turn bud
0: okay this will be, you no know, this would be my number one movie and this was this has always been my number one movie and that is raiders of the lost ark
1: yeah
0: yeah raiders of the lost ark the first one uh i like them all but the first one is
1: you don't want to just say indiana jones period you want to specifically say uh
0: we could uh because i do love all the indiana jones movies although crystal skull wasn't (laughs) like (laughs) Uh, they kind of jumped the shark on some stuff in that and it was just kind of like not as good so we could say the original trilogy i mean i still i've seen the crystal skull i think i've only seen it like i think i've seen it twice but raiders of the lost ark man i've seen that like a billion times
1: yeah i think you can you can group those with if they're in if they're produced at the same time so it's like with the star wars the trilogies are different times Harry Potter was straight through. So you group those all together. So I think you can group those Indiana Jones together. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's always been, uh, you know, I loved all those characters. I was a kid, you know, I had like the posters in my room. And I mean, just I just love Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was always my favorite. Uh, Almost the perfect movie. I mean, there's only a couple little flaws in it. We can overlook those. But that's yes, that's always been like one of my very favorite movies. Um, how about you? What would be your number one?
1: Braveheart. You tell your king that William Wallace will not be ruled, and nor will any Scot while I live.
0: Oh, yes, very good film. Mm-hmm.
1: Freedom. I would agree
0: with that. Freedom.
1: <laughs> and it's Scottish, and I love all things irish and scottish so
0: yes that was it has a good soundtrack as well a soundtrack as well
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, james horner do that
1: yep james horner good job
0: he's done a lot of uh but one thing you know like looking at the list it's like i've always said like john williams is an incredible composer he's done most of all the big blockbuster oscar movies i mean he has contributed so much and he has done like all the biggest movies he's composed for. I mean, he did Harry Potter, Jaws, Jurassic Park. Well, I mean, he did E.T. He did, um, did he do Schindler's List? He did Star Wars. He, he did Raiders of the Lost Ark. He did
1: Schindler's List.
0: Yeah. Schindler's List, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, you think almost every iconic movie, he did Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. every iconic movie that you can think of just about he's done. I mean, it's just that you look back on his life's work and it's just like, holy cow, he's amazing.
1: Saving Private Ryan, <laughs> Home Alone, Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
0: Back to the Future, is that Alan Silvestri.
1: Back to the Future, yes. Alan's, yep. yeah. Oh, uh, John Williams did The Patriot, too. That's a good one, too. Can I add that to my list? He did what? The Patriot.
0: Oh, uh, The Patriot's an awesome movie. And you know, another movie that's like a runner up with mine would be like The Terminator, the first two Terminator movies uh et would be a good one too i mean that's a good movie
1: oh, i've seen um, et Reese pieces
0: i think originally they wanted to use there's another candy they wanted to use it might have been m&ms but they didn't want to they just kind of laughed it off and it's just like i bet you they weren't laughing after <laughs> seriously <laughs> after the movie came out
1: well and i remember watching that movie as a kid and i just i felt bad so bad for et when they started putting you know the kids E.T.'s fine with just a kid and then all these adults have to come in and be jerks <laughs> and just leave them be.
0: What are your feelings about like when they take old movies like that and I know when they re-release that um, I don't know around 2000 and they go in and they update the movie I know like one scene they took they had all the secret agents policemen
1: mm-hmm.
0: they had guns in their hands and when they re-released it they digitally took the guns out and put walkie-talkies because <laughs> they were like oh i had like guns around kids uh i mean what do, what do you think about that when they take movies and they just like redo them and they just kind of like change
1: it clearly doesn't affect anyone who di- hadn't seen the original but i can totally understand yeah. if you've seen the original and they changed something hello han solo did he shoot first or not
0: yeah. Well, I mean, Star Wars is, you know, they've tweaked that thing so many times. <laughs> it's like, you know, different scenes, but even like, OK, like Lilo and Stitch, like when they put it on Disney Plus, uh, like there's one scene uh, Stitch was hiding in the dryer. Well, they changed it because they said that's dangerous, you know, so now they made it like he's hiding under a table and the front is like a pizza box. It's not no longer a dryer. They turned it into like he's hiding under a table with, in the fronts of pizza boxes. i
1: mean maybe there was some legal thing where someone was going to sue him if they didn't change that and they have to maybe they didn't want to but yeah i yeah. i'd say just by they a
0: saying it's dangerous kids could get locked into a dryer and i mean uh, and that's true yeah. but i mean do you think kids are going to watch that movie and then uh, go hide in the dryer and <laughs> Uh, I, I'm trying to
1: think. Uh if five year old Katie's watching that, yeah. <laughs> yes, she would.
0: <laughs> I you know, when I was like a real little kid, we played hide and go seek and I hid in the dryer and him, like it got turned on and <laughs> it was very traumatizing. <laughs> there for you me. go,
1: Phil. Um, That's why you had to change it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean I, I don't know. I just think it's weird when they take movies and they change like scenes mm-hmm. because it's just like oh well that's not necessarily politically correct anymore and that's just you know
1: i don't like it either i mean if it was that way then what's the point in changing yeah. it now so what i mean
0: i can see trying to be safe and stuff like that but it's i don't know it's not the movie you saw at the theater you saw grew up seeing and they change change the stuff i don't know
1: right well no i'm totally for it so we just need to buy dvds as soon as they're released that way we have the first edition of it
0: well true well that's the thing you know with the star wars movies like that's the only way you can get the original theatrical cut is on like vhs tape Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because when they came out on dvds they were like the remastered re-released ones with additional Scenes. I don't know, they might, ha- I don't think they have now. I don't think you can still get the original cut with that the hadn't been tinkered with at all.
1: No, I mean, there's a scene in episode four where I forget what the animals are called. I think it's the animals that are featured in the Mandalorian, but that thing that's a lizard thing and it has a short little tail. They added those with CGI later, and I'm like, those look like creatures from the prequels. How are they already in episode four when it was filmed in the 70s? It just messes with your mind. When when I hadn't seen the original and didn't know that they weren't there, L- George Lucas added them two years ago.
0: Which creatures are they? The dewbacks? Is that what you're talking the dewbacks, about? The like,
1: yes. The dewbacks.
0: I mean, they they had dewbacks in the original, but it was just like maybe one or two. But yeah, yeah they went and digitally added like a crap ton of them. Yeah,
1: because it was a scene where uh, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi and and Luke are going into town and right before they meet up with Han and it's just a transition scene that's all it is it's nothing of oh, substance yeah. and there's
0: my side,
1: Yeah in the desert and there's just stormtroopers walking and then a couple of them are riding the dewbacks back in the distance that's it
0: Yeah and that you know that's small compared to some of the other changes like Yeah you know like even Return of the Jedi, where they have the whole uh like scene in Jabba's palace with size mm. noodles, Max Rebo, and that whole you know song. You know they added all that stuff. I mean, it's just like wow. Well,
1: see, but because of me again, I didn't get into Star Wars until later. I don't know those differences. I don't know those changes yeah. unless I go yeah. on the internet and look them up. But.
0: I think they some of them kind of really stand out because they don't like the color palette and stuff isn't matched as well. It doesn't have that, you know. You can really tell they're kind of like CGI, and it just doesn't fit as well. I mean, some of it's good, but and I mean, there's nothing wrong with watching it. And I went to the theater and saw them when they re released them with the the updated footage and stuff. But it'd be nice to see them how they were originally seen in the theater.
1: Okay, do you know the scene? where uh, they're outside the Falcon and Jabba is walking and Han's Mm -hmm. walking alongside. And then he walks behind Jabba
0: steps on his tail,
1: but they added his tail post filming or whatever Mm -hmm. choppily make Han walk over the tail.
0: Well, they had to, because in the scene, I mean, originally Jabba was just a human a person. And when they filmed that, I mean, if you ever go back, you can watch it. It's just, you know, this guy wearing like his fur vest and mm-hmm. I mean, so, and he walks behind him. So they had to kind of like later when they really developed the Jabba character in Return of the Jedi and they made him like a giant slug. Well, going back and doing that, they had to, because it's like, you know, they wouldn't be able to step behind him. Mm-hmm. He had to, they had to make him stepping on his tail and he's, hm. yeah.
1: Well, there, there's our top 10. I think our top 10 were good. What do you think?
0: I think our top 10 are, are good as well. Uh, you can't go wrong. It's There's so many good movies out there. Yes. And I think that uh, any one of those would be a good movie to watch. Especially if you're unfamiliar with them and you're, you're stuck in your house because of this whole pandemic. Uh, it might open some uh, new doors for people. They might pick one of those movies and watch it and be pleasantly surprised.
1: Well, and I did put up on Facebook and Instagram for people to ask... Uh, we're getting some responses on there, but I had one response for what their favorite movie was. And Brooklyn said that her favorite movie of all time is Hope Floats.
0: Oh, Hope Floats. Yeah, I, I like that movie, uh, too. That that is, um, I'm trying to remember what year that came out. I was going like to say that. Like, 97? Been, yeah, I was going to say, I thought that was in the 90s. That's been just a little bit ago. Yeah. But it is a good movie.
1: Well, you, you know it was a while ago because she worked part-time in a photo development Storm. Oh, that's
0: true. <laughs> uh, let me see
1: 19, 1998. Yep. So we got okay. yeah, we got yeah, Brooklyn mentioned on the on the podcast. So she responded to our question on the Facebook post. So thank you, Brooklyn. All
0: right. Nice. Yeah. Where's Where's Brooklyn from?
1: Where's Brooklyn from? Yeah. Yeah, she's from around here. She's actually uh, one of my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's actually going to be visiting Muggle with a mic. With her husband Ethan, and we're going to do a uh, an office podcast, uh, all about oh, the office. Nice, yeah, yeah. So that so tune into that because we'll be if you're an office fan, we all three are obsessed with the office. Nice, yeah. Okay, so well that's that's it for our episode on the Princess Bride and our top ten movies. You have any last words, Phil?
0: No, just, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a safe, fun holiday and uh, have some cooking out and think about those brave people that defended our country. And, you know, hopefully going past Memorial Day, things will get better with the pandemic and be able to get out and maybe actually see some movies at the theater. So,
1: yeah, just take your your, your antibacterial and uh, you'll be good. Eat your popcorn and yep. social distance.
0: That's right.
1: All righty. Well, that concludes this episode, and tune in next week with Muggle with a Mic.
0: Yep.
1: Bye. Bye. What are they doing? Saying goodbye in my own way, playing outlaw tunes on outlaw pipes.